This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earnin today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 50. What? 50 episodes? Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you for being with me for any length of time that you've been with me, but especially if you've been listening since we launched on March 15th as the Selfish Mom Academy, because yes, we used to have a different name. There's a good story with that whole thing. You can go back and listen to the bonus episode between episodes nine and 10 and you can hear all about how we started out as the Selfish Mom Academy and then changed to the Shameless Mom Academy. It involved a decent amount of diarrhea on my part. I will link to that episode in today's show notes. So you can go over to shamelessmom.com for episode 50 and get to the show notes for today. And then you can get the link right to that bonus episode where I talk all about the drama, the drama and the diarrhea. It was good times. Let me tell you. It was good times. It was expensive. I had no bladder control, no bowel control. I was a disaster. But then we became the Shameless Mom Academy after a few weeks. And since then, we've just been rocking and rolling as the Shameless Mom Academy. Since March 5th, so five months ago, we have released an episode every Monday and Wednesday since then. So I said, I'm a person of my word. I said I wanted to do a show that would be two times a week, every Monday and Wednesday. And I have not missed an episode yet. So hopefully I will be able to continue this trend. I have to tell you, I feel like I should be sitting here with a glass of champagne celebrating, but I'm actually heading out to a doctor's appointment momentarily. So I can't do that. And it's 10, 13 in the morning. I mean, not that that should ever stop someone from popping a bottle of champagne, 
But if you want to push pause and go get yourself a little drinky drink while we celebrate, feel free. So I wanted to do something fun for today's episode. And I was trying to think, I was actually thinking about this when I was going to bed the other night, thinking like, what would be something fun, a little bit different, something that is maybe a little lighter, we could laugh together. And so I was laying in bed. My husband was like, what are you doing? As I have my phone light on and I'm typing, frantically typing notes into my phone about what I wanted to do in this episode. Because when an idea for an episode comes to you, you go with it. You stop whatever you're doing and you type frantic notes into your phone. I do this all the time. I'll be in the middle of a run and literally like stop in the middle of the sidewalk and type notes into my phone for like 10 minutes. Because when you think of an episode topic and then like bullet points you could put under that, all of a sudden like a whole show will just come to you. You don't want to let that go because I've thought in the past, like, oh, I'll just type this out when I get home. And then you sit down to do that. And you're like, wait, what was that again? It sounded cool a minute ago, but like now I can't remember. So you always want to run with that idea when you get it. So I have notes in my phone from the other night and we're going to talk through this. So what I want to talk to you about is what your mother never told you about motherhood. So my mom paints motherhood with rainbows, unicorns, rose-colored glasses. It is like the most beautiful, amazing thing you could ever imagine. Like some days might be a little bit rough, but it's not that bad. And it's funny when she talks about my sister and I growing up, she's like, oh, I don't remember. Like, I think it was all fine. She talks about me being a baby. She's like, I don't think you ever really cried. I'm like, I'm sure I cried. I've seen my child and he is my like replica. I'm sure I cried. She's like, I think you just like always took naps like you were supposed to. And I don't really remember you having tantrums. And I don't remember like, it's so funny. I mean, I know that I'm perfect, but (laughs) the way my mother sees me is so funny. And she thinks the same thing about my sister and I, like we're all have to remind her. I'll be like, you don't remember. Like I was a horrible middle schooler and teenager to my sister. Oh my gosh. I beat up on my sister all the time. And my mom remembers some of that, but she's like, well, it wasn't that bad. And I'm like, oh my God, I remember it being horrible. I was a disaster. I would have kicked me out of the house. So I feel like there's a lot of things that our moms don't tell us about motherhood because when they look back, we idealize everything. It's just like when I look back at Vinny, I remember that that first year of Vinny's life was the hardest year of my life. Yet when I look at pictures, I'm like, oh, I just want to go back there. It was the most amazing time ever. And then I have to be like, no, it was not amazing. It sucked. Newborn land kicked my ass. So we definitely have a different perspective because we love our kids so much. We see things very differently after the fact. We get over things and we forget things and we become desensitized to things. So that's what I want to talk about today. What your mother never told you about motherhood. So I have a list here. I'm going to go through my list and I think you'll enjoy my list. And if you have anything to add, you can always send me your additions for what your mother never told you about motherhood at info at shamelessmom.com. I would love to hear things that your mother may be neglected to tell you. So my mother never told me I would lose myself. My mother never told me that I would forget who I was, forget what I enjoyed, forget how to have fun, forget how to laugh. None of that ever came up. She just said that I would hold a baby and immediately fall in love. Well, first of all, I held my baby and I did not immediately fall in love. Not to say I did not love him. I loved him very intensely. I would not use the term fall in love though. I know I might be in the minority, but I had a really rough start to motherhood and it took me a while to fall in love. It was not love at first sight. (laughs) And then I lost myself completely in that first year. And it's taken me a long time to recover from that. My mother did not tell me that motherhood is more than just mothering. 
So I thought I would have this baby and like I would nurse the baby and make some bottles at some point and like, you know, change its diaper. I didn't know that I would also be in charge of making doctor's appointments and making baby food and doing all the laundry and making family dinners and booking family vacations. And if there's like ever a health issue or anything along those lines, like I'm in charge of all of that. This is called the role of family manager. No one tells you that when you become the mom, in most cases, you also become the family manager. So it wasn't the time that I had to put into mothering that nearly killed me. I mean, it didn't nearly kill me, but in addition to that, it was the role of family manager took me a minute. And by a minute, I mean about three years to adjust to in terms of just the ongoing influx of things to be in charge of. And I watch people who have four kids and I'm like, how do they do this? Because it's constant like random forms and paperwork and registrations and shots and immunizations and doctor's appointments and checkups. And like Vinny has to go to the dermatologist and potentially like a GI doctor because we can't figure out why he has these rashes and what foods he's allergic to and all these crazy things to keep track of. If there's a field trip at school, who's filling out the form? If the car seat needs to go on that field trip, who's carrying the car seat over to school? If there's a school lunch that needs to be made, who's making that school lunch? Like all of these things, a family manager and the family manager is usually the mom. No mothers tell you, your mother, did your mom tell you that you were going to be the family manager? It's a lot to sign up for. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, It's very digestible, and the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Urtube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our 
new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. My mother did not tell me how much poop there would be. Oh my God. Like I knew there'd be poop when there was diapers, and there was diapers for a long time. I calculated recently. So we are newly out of diapers at night, which has so far gone very well. But I at one point calculated, Vinny is a morning pooper first thing in the morning. So I at one point calculated that I had changed a poopy diaper. The first thing I'd done most days or upon seeing my child. So usually I'd been up and done my workout. But then the first interaction that I had with my child for over 1000 days in a row was to change a poopy diaper. 1000 days. 1,000 days of my life that one of my first interactions of the day involved cleaning poop and not like a little bit of poop. Like this kid's almost four. He can poop. It's a lot of poop, a lot of poop all the time. And it doesn't stop. Even once they're potty trained, there's still more poop. You still have to wipe their butt. They somehow smear it on the toilet. Poor Vinny. Oh my gosh. Recently I told him he couldn't come out of his room until his light turned green one morning and he can come out to go to the bathroom, but he can't come out and like come in our room and get us. And he misunderstood me the night before. And I had changed the rule because he has these costumes. He always wants help putting on. And I was like, Vinny, you cannot come in until your light turns green to have me be put on a costume. Well, he thought that many couldn't go to the bathroom either. So he pooped himself in his room in his underwear at 630 in the morning on a Saturday. That was fantastic. And so he comes into our room, of course, to my side of the bed because family manager, right? doesn't occur to him to go wake up daddy. So he comes to my side of the bed and he's like, I pooped in my underwear. And he's like, totally sad. And of course I have to just be like, it's totally fine. It was an accident. Like no big deal. Oh my God, you guys, it was so disgusting. I was like gagging, dry heaving. I did not even try to save that underwear, like straight into a garbage bag and into the garbage. Oh, so horrible. So yeah, the poop, it never ends, never ends. My mom did not tell me that I will cry a lot and I will get angry a lot. So there's a lot of crying and a lot of anger. And I have to say it gets better. Now I find that I've like, I've kind of found my Zen parenting, I think. And now when Vinny loses control and gets really upset about things, it's like the more angry he gets, the more Zen I get, which I'm kind of enjoying, but it took me a long time to get there. I'm not going to deny that there was some rage early on, not like shaken baby rage. I mean, that's not making light of that at all. That's a very serious thing. But there were moments when he was young and I was like, mama needs a time out. Like, I don't know what to do with this. And Vinny and I are extremely emotional and we can really get each other riled up emotionally. So there's been a lot of tears. There's been a lot of anger. There's been a lot of frustration, like just deep, intense emotions. And that's hard to funnel. It's hard to channel. It's hard to figure out what to do with all that. Your mother did not tell you that the parts of you that you try to keep hidden will come out. So the part of you that is impatient or irritable or selfish, you can't hide those things anymore because you have your breaking point. Like, I feel like I could be more patient or more like 
it's okay. Roll with the punches kind of thing. I have a breaking point now. Like if I'm tired and hungry, things can set me off. And I find where like I lose my cool in situations and I'm like, please let there not be a hidden camera right here. Cause I totally just lost my cool over something really stupid. And the things that come out, like the times when you're impatient and irrational and irritable, they're not predictable. It's not when your kid is in the middle of like a horrible tantrum. It'll be like one little thing where it's like the 13th blueberry dropped on the floor where you're like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, why do you keep dropping blueberries on the floor? That's where you see it come out. It's these random little things where it's just like the straw that broke the camel's back. It can be the weirdest thing. And you know, you know that like anyone else looking in would be like, why is that the thing that pissed you off? But that's the thing that pissed you off. So those little parts of yourself that you try to keep hidden, you try to not let your coworkers know that you can be totally irrational and cranky when you're hungry. Oh, when you're a mom, those things, there's no hiding them. Your mom did not tell you that you would lose control. So you might lose control of your emotions, but you just lose control of your life. You lose control of every facet of your life. You lose control of so many things. It takes a little while to recover from that. I think that my mom, I don't know that she ever felt like she lost control. Like she looks back and she's like, well, I don't know. You just like, you just took naps when I said to take naps and you just went to bed when I said to go to bed, like all these things. And I'm like, what? Like, that's not normal. I don't think I did that. I think that she's forgotten over the course of 40 years because you lose a lot of control. That's not to say that you don't get it back in some ways, but you definitely lose a lot of control at different points and in different phases. And you have to like renegotiate that control throughout. And everything is a phase, right? I remember having this conversation with my good friend, Katie and her husband, that everything is a phase. So like, don't ever get too comfortable with anything because it constantly changes. And my thing when Vinny was first born is I was like, well, when is it just going to get to normal? Like, when's he going to be on a sleep schedule? So it's just normal. And then I realized, and this was terrifying to me that it's never normal because even when you do finally get on a schedule, it's that schedule for like a week to a month and then it changes again. So you totally lose control over and over and over again because things are constantly fluctuating and constantly evolving. You will lose friends. Your mother probably did not tell you that. Those friends of yours that don't have kids will become distant friends, not in a bad way, but like they just can't relate in the same way. And they will get frustrated with you and annoyed when you have kid things going on all the time and you have birthday parties going. Like we're getting into this phase where now that Vinny's four, like there's always birthday parties to go to. So we can't do other things. I can't make other commitments. Those friendships will suffer. They will change. They will evolve. And some of those friendships might fade away completely. You will mess up a lot, but you will not ruin anything. My mom did not tell me I was going to mess up. My mom is like my biggest cheerleader. So she's like, you can do anything. You're going to be amazing. You're going to be the best mom ever. I just know that you're going to, I can just see it already. I've messed up a lot, but I haven't ruined anything. So you will definitely mess up a lot, but you won't ruin anything. So don't be freaked out by your mistakes because you can recover. You have some time. The kid's not 18 yet. You have some time to recover. So just know that you're going to mess up and know that it's going to be okay. You will shed just as many happy tears as sad. So yes, you will lose control of your emotions. Yes, you will be irrational and you will be impatient and you will cry and you will be angry, but you will also shed happy tears like all the freaking time. I find myself like watching the Olympics and I'm not thinking like, wow, what an amazing athlete. I'm thinking like, oh, Simone Bale. I'm like, oh, she is someone's baby. That's just amazing. Like her parents must be so proud and watching Michael Phelps and his mom. And I'm like, oh, his mom, just must, she must just be like the most proud mom ever. So I think of all these things when I see kids in any capacity, like kids who are grown as well. I think of all these amazing things that like what the joy that parenthood brings so you do shed a lot of happy tears. And I am like 
way more emotional <laughs> since having kids. I feel like I was somewhat emotional before, but I feel like I can like cry on the flip of a dime over something happy, something sad. I cannot watch, like I can't read news stories about horrible things happening to kids at all because I will immediately be like hysterical and nauseous and crying. And But on the flip side of that, anything that's happy, I also have like an extremely joyous emotional reaction to. So it's like my emotions are just like, they're widespread and they're deep. They run very deep. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories, a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers. On an adventure through time, packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up, and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where, as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever, and your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you, and you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. Your mother probably did not tell you you will learn to laugh at yourself. You will laugh at yourself a lot because here's the thing. The first couple years, you might find that you just don't like yourself so much. For me, at least for the first year, I did not like myself so much. I was in this really rough place. And I remember at one point, I don't remember, Vinny was probably like 
fairly old, like 18 months old. And I remember laughing with my husband about something and being like, oh my gosh, I feel like the old me is finally back. And it was like 18 months. It was a long time. But that's what I felt like was kind of the turning point where I learned to laugh at myself more. I learned to laugh at situations more rather than getting really caught up in situations. And I've learned, I mean, more than anything, I've learned that like any horrible situation makes a great story. So you can laugh at anything, right? So it doesn't matter. You know, the morning that Vinny comes in, with poop exploding out of his underwear at 630 in the morning on a Saturday, like, well, it makes for a good story. So there's that, right? So you learn to laugh at a lot of things that you would normally never catch yourself laughing at. And you learn to laugh at yourself. You catch yourself doing really funny things. Yesterday in the car, Vinny and I had this conversation about balls and we were talking about the difference between sports balls and food balls. So he was like, he was like, well, cause like with meatballs, you can't like hit meatballs with a bat. Right. And I was like, yeah, you hit baseballs with a bat. And like, so we're talking about balls that are used in sports versus balls for food. And then he's like, well, what about like sausage? Can you have sausage balls? And I was like, oh my God, this conversation is going South so fast. Like, thank God I don't have a friend in this car or my husband in the car because I mean, do we really need to talk about sausage balls? Like the innuendo in this conversation was just everywhere. So funny, so hysterical. So you catch yourself in those situations where you're like, I can't even believe this is the conversation I'm having right now. Like this is my life talking about the many facets and categories of balls. You also are not told by your mother that you don't have to know it all right now. You can learn as you go and learn as you grow with your kids. I very much felt like I needed to know everything early on. And I remember reading like toddler stuff when I was pregnant. And then when I got into the newborn phase, I was like, I can only keep track of like one developmental week at a time. If that, sometimes it's day by day, not even a week at a time. So it's okay to not know anything about tomorrow because you're growing today. And so you're figuring it out as you go and you're learning as you go. And this is, you know, I've talked about parenting books and I have a million parenting books because I'm obsessed with buying books on Amazon and then putting them in lovely stacks next to my bed, hoping that someday I'll read them. And so what I do with my parenting books is I read them as I need them. And I just go to the chapters that apply to me right now. And so there's many books that'll talk about, you know, babyhood through toddlerhood through young children into grade school. And I will just open that book to like the chapter that pertains to what I'm facing right now. I don't start at page one. When I normally read a book, I'm the person who reads like every single page. I read the preface and I read the table of contents and I read the acknowledgements and I read the introduction. Like I love getting all that information, like setting the stage for what I'm about to dive into with parenting books. Like who has time for that? I go to the chapter that I need today. So it's okay to learn as you go because you are going to constantly grow so that if you learn the information way in advance, it doesn't sink in in the same way or the right way. You really do have to kind of be in it to apply it and then practice it. And I'm learning that. I've been reading excerpts from How to Talk So Your Kids Will Listen and How to Listen So Your Kids Will Talk, which is a great book, by the way, if you're looking for a great parenting book. And I'll link to that in the show notes over at shamelessmom.com if you want to take a peek at that book. But when I read that book, I find that I only retain what I can implement. And so I can only read a little bit at a time. And then like the next day I have to actually practice the things that they say, or I don't retain any of it. I can't just like read three chapters before I go to bed and then expect to get up the next morning and be an amazing parent. So I really do have to like learn a little bit, practice it, learn a little bit more, practice it. So it's a constant evolution. You don't just like wake up as an amazing parent and just do it. You are constantly evolving and you're evolving personally. You're evolving in your marriage. You're evolving as a mom, you're evolving professionally. So there's like all these different areas of your life that are all growing at the same time. And the significance of that is that they do blend together to some extent, as much as you might try to keep them separate. And there is reasons and times where it's very appropriate to keep those things separate. 
But there's also this evolution where it all comes together and it creates who you are as a mom today and where you're at in motherhood today and what the legacy that you're building for yourself as a mom. So I think that's really important too. So that's what I have for you for the things your mother never told you about motherhood. And if you have more to share, I would love to hear what your mom never told you about motherhood or maybe how your mom painted motherhood as you know all rainbows and unicorns. You can send me your stories over at info at shamelessmom.com and I would love to get some great stories and be able to share them with some of our listeners. So thank you so much for 50 episodes listening to me and enjoying the content and helping me grow and me evolve in this adventure. It's just like motherhood birth in the podcast. It's like I've grown, I've evolved, I'm learning as I go. And I'm so excited for everything that is to come. I do have some great ideas. I'm building out some really fun and exciting things for you all. I'm building out some great giveaways to help you be more happy and find more joy in your life as a mom, because it took me a really long time to do that. And I want it to be fast and easy for you. So thank you for your dedication, your commitment, your love. Thank you for sharing the podcast with other people. That really is the biggest gift that you can give me is sharing this podcast with other moms that you think would enjoy it. So with that, I'm going to sign off. I hope that you have a fantastic day. If you've enjoyed this episode on motherhood and things your mom never told you about motherhood, please do share it with other moms you think would enjoy it. And you can go over to shamelessmom.com episode 50 to find a link to this episode, or you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at the Shameless Mom Academy. This episode will be posted there and you can share the links right from those social media pages. Thank you again for listening. I can't wait to talk to you again next time. And no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Are you a parent of a teenager? Are you feeling overwhelmed about how to be what they need while also holding limits and boundaries that keep them safe? Are you tired of conversations that negate how messy this season of parenting is? Well, I've got you. My name is Casey O'Rourke. I am a positive discipline trainer, parent coach, and the host of the Joyful Courage podcast. Every week I come to you with an interview, digging into tough topics with experts I trust and solo shows that go deep into the personal growth and mindset needed to raise teens in a way that grows them into confident, capable young people. I am not afraid of getting real about the intersection of conscious parenting and the teen years, while also bringing in vulnerability, humor, and lightness. I'm walking the path with you and honored to serve. Listen to Joyful Courage on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you consume podcasts.